0: episode of the Happy Astronaut Show. Um, I think at the moment, my most popular episode is my conversation with a stripper, Um, but hopefully this one will draw some attention. I think it's a good one. I think there's a lot of people out there who would like to read more, um, who just struggle to either, quote unquote, find the time or find find it arduous um, to read a lot. And I think there is a clear solution to that, and I think I have it. But here's what not to do. What, what not to do is what I did for my entire life up until about two years ago, um, where I read you know, a book maybe every six months. In high school, I'd read almost not at all other than for English class. Um, and I used to play a lot of video games. Like many people, I used to watch a lot of Netflix and movies. And I, I used to th- think I was like a movie buff. Um, I thought you know, I knew something about them and, until now where I think that they're completely a waste of time. I would binge watch shows or play games, and I'd get done and think to myself, what did I just do with my day? And I would do this often, and I would often beat myself up because I would have spent a whole day watching repeats of Mad Men and not actually accomplishing anything and making no forward progress. I gained no new skills, and if time is money, all my time was disposable income, and I was never really reinvesting my time back into myself. I always wanted to read more, and I knew that the smartest people, the people that I admired, uh, read a lot. I knew they learned a lot from what they read, and they enjoyed the process of doing it. And I wanted to be one of them, and I still do. And I'm not sure I am, and that's why I read as much as I do. Um, When attempting my journey to read more, I did what everybody does, right? I picked up a self-help book. I picked up you know, The Selfish Gene by Richard Dock. I I picked up something that was dense that made me think I, this is what the smart people do who read a lot. And then guess what? You start reading. It's really dense. The language is difficult. You don't know the subject matter. And you put it down. Everybody you know, including yourself most likely, is stuck on a book somewhere. And that's what I want to help you get out of. Because this got me nowhere. I forced myself through these books. And with each arduous turn of the page, my inability to read only grew. I could never finish a book. And if I were able to struggle through to the end, I wouldn't pick up a new one because guess what? It was kind of a high barrier to entry. Why would I pick up a new book that was just so boring to do in the first place? Um, I figured there was something wrong with me because obviously all these smart people, they love to read. Why don't I like to read? I was inferior to my idols who read all the time, and I thought I would never be them. In school, we are forced to read the quote-unquote classics with a capital C. Mary Shelley, F. Scott Fitzgerald, uh, Dickens, Steinbeck. We were made to read Shakespeare in the eighth grade. And somehow, as 13 and 14-year-olds, appreciate the old English. We are told, these are the best and there's nothing better. There's no better writer than Shakespeare. There's no better writer than Hemingway. I love Hemingway. I think Shakespeare is great. But as an eighth grader, when you're told that and you're having an impossible time reading it, and these people are supposed to be the best writers of all time, you're like, oh, reading's just not for me. And look around at your friends um, who you went to school with. That's what they all think. Then our teachers and our parents wonder why we hate to read and spend all of our time on Instagram. They wonder why reading the one or two books on our summer reading list seems like an impossible task. I can remember when I was going into my freshman year of high school, the one time I read the book on my summer reading list. Um, I was so excited, and I was such a, like I was the most animated person in the group discussion on that first day of class. And I still didn't think that reading was for me. I just thought that I had found one book um, that I could read. When I was in eighth grade, I read the Hunger Games series in literally four days over summer break. And this was the you know the book and the book series I read up until that discussion. I was bored on family vacation. My mom told me to read it, and I have to admit, I barely even slept. It was three books. It's 1,144 pages. I just read it again this past spring. It's still a great time. And um, I never read books, but this series encapsulated my existence for the days I was reading it. And I thought about it for weeks afterwards. I can remember um, one of my friends jokingly told me there was a movie. I thought that he was being serious. And I was Googling for like an hour trying to find the movie. And of course, it didn't exist when I was in eighth grade. I'm 25. uh, But it did come out a few years later. And I can even remember. I was in the middle of reading these four books and my friends wanted to hang out and I was like telling them to go away because I just wanted to keep reading all day. And I literally read probably 16 hours a day when I was reading those books. But I didn't pick up another book on my own until college. So what's the issue? What's the difference between the Hunger Games and the classics? What's the difference between wordy literature or information-dense books and a fictional young adult series about a dystopian future? It's how much enjoyment the reader derives out of the experience of reading the book. This is the fact our teachers and parents didn't understand when they prescribed their idea of a reading list upon us. Now, just to be clear, I don't think the classics are bad. I think you should read the classics, but if you're not reading it all now, the percent chance that Hemingway and Fitzgerald or a really dense self-help book or a really dense psychology text or a book on astrophysics is going to appeal to you, the percent chance is just low. It's almost non-existent. So don't pick up those books first. If it's your first time really trying to get to, to the point where you love to read, because that's what we're working for here is the love for reading. And in order to do that, you have to read what you love. When I graduated college, I was still hardly reading. I was desperately trying. Um, I wanted to sound smart to the girls I went on dates with. So I would pick up some obscure science text. Um, just to make it seem like I was going down the right direction. But that was until I listened to a podcast with Naval Ravikant. He was on the Cho Rogan podcast and discussed his strange reading habits. He said he had like 70 books open on his Kindle at any given time. Um, and he didn't read to completion. It, was a, it wasn't it was a status game for him. It, it It was entertainment and learning. And I thought this was kind of crazy. I mean, 70 books open? Like, what is he doing randomly picking through? But it wasn't until I got a Kindle and I started reading a lot that I found myself doing the exact same thing. On his own podcast, he discussed reading again. He said that you must read what you love until you love to read, as I said. He said that when he was a kid, his mom used the library as a daycare. He got so bored that he just read everything he could get his hands on. He probably read more pages by the time he was seven than I have up until, well, now. That meant I had to rethink my strategy if I was going to read all the time. And this is what I want to give to you guys. I had to put down the hard stuff and grab the easy stuff. I, had, I needed to recreate the experience I had with the Hunger Games. I needed to find what I loved to read. And this is the challenging part, because you have to put your ego aside and pick up a book that was written for quite literally 14, 15, 16 year olds, and even though you're 25, 30, 35, 40, uh, this is what you have to do. And it, it's a little shot your ego, but you're gonna have so much fun in the process. Um, you're almost not gonna realize it. Now I average about 50 to 100 pages a day. This is when I wrote this blog. It's probably more like 30 to 50 now, um, but still a, a fair amount. You know, I read about an hour and a half a day. And I might read slower if the book is dense. I might read faster if the book is light. I'm averaging about a book a week, have been for about two years. Uh, if you calculate the larger books that took longer and some of the weeks where I finished two or three, it probably averaged about 100 books over the past two years. Um, But you also have to consider all of the books that I left half unfinished because I almost never finish a book. I would say I finish, well, probably less than 50% of the books that I pick up. um, And I'll talk about that in a second too. I also don't care about the number. like I don't care about the amount of books I read. I haven't kept track. This is just a random average. It's probably about 100. might be more. might be less. And I don't care. Um, Reading isn't about status. It's about personal growth. I've learned a lot about reading in these two years. I also learned what it takes to learn to love to read. I've learned more and gained more skills in the past two years, and then I did it four in four at college. And I attributed almost all um, of that skill gain to my reading habits. And I truly do. I mean, obviously, not all of my direct skills have come from reading. It's come from application um, of something. But my curiosity has increased so much that I just learn way faster and gain more skills as a result. So here are the seven steps. They're really simple plain English, uh, and by the end of this podcast, if you can't pick up any book that you love to read, then I failed you, and you can you can DM me, and you can yell at me, and that's a totally okay. Um, first rule, read what you love until you love to read. I will say it again, read what you love until you love to read. Um, again, Naval Ravikant, thank you so much for this, because it changed my life. Um, we already discussed this, however, it's worth mentioning again and again and again. Even after I heard this the first time, it didn't hit me right away. I still spent about, I don't know, maybe six months, maybe a year, still trying to read the heavy stuff. I, I am in. Um, so even after I heard this the first time, it didn't hit me right away. Um, I still had, I still tried to read the heavy stuff, right? I still picked up The Gulag Archipelago by Alexander Solzhenitsyn. an amazing book, but not where I was at at the time. I picked up Atlas Shrugged by Ayn Rand, amazing book, but it took me about two months to read just because I wasn't there. Um, i read The Selfish Gene. I've, I've read so many books that were really dense in this time where you know, I really didn't have any business reading these. Um, but that brings me to my next point, which is the thing that I got wrong when I was thinking, oh, read what you love. Well, let me read the things that I think I would like to learn. To start, don't read to learn. If you want to read and read all the time, you must forego the idea that it's about learning and growing. Put down the self-help books, put down the physics books, put down the meditations by Marcus Aurelius. These are great when you're reading for them. Um, But if you made it this far in the blog, then you're probably not there. Or sorry, these are great when you're ready for them. But if you made it this far in the blog, then you're probably not there. Understand that at this stage of your reading, any form of reading will move you forward. And that's not a joke. It could be a comic book. It could be a, you know... It it could be a kid's book. I mean, whatever you think is enjoyable at the moment, just pick up, start reading. Um, One of the books I read when I started this new journey, again, I'm going to repeat myself a little bit, was The Selfish Gene by Richard Dawkins. It's an absolutely fabulous book. But I probably read it a hair too early to be engaged. It probably took me like a month to finish, which is way too long. I consider it one of the most important books I've ever read. Um, And I'll have to read it again to deeply appreciate it. But instead of picking up an information-dense book Uh, lesson number three, read the fun stuff. It might take you a few tries to figure out what that means to you. You'll have to explore genres, authors, types, and categories to figure out exactly what you like to read. These should be books you are being forced to put down because you need to get to sleep, get back to work, or go to that dinner event. Picking up a book should be the exact same urge as turning on that Netflix series you've been binging. Now, you should, and I'm being very serious when it's like, you should have this, Fierce compulsion to read because you're so excited. Like you should be on your lunch break, picking up your Kindle, reading on your phone, reading on your computer, and you're just you just can't stop. That's what it should be like. And if it's not like that, put down that book and pick up a different one. And then keep repeating that process until it feels like that. I read when I'm sitting on the toilet. And it's like I have to bring my Kindle there because I'm so excited to read the next page of whatever I'm on. Um speaking of that, what I'm on right now, I'm reading the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy by Douglas Adams. Um, It's very funny. Um, Number four, don't read to completion if you don't want to. Again, this was kind of the point that I was just making. You don't have to complete every book that you start. It might seem important that you finish everything, but it shouldn't. I recently bought Infinite Jest by David Foster Wallace. I spent $13.99 on it because it was supposed to be one of the new age classics, quote unquote. I had watched the documentary not documentary it was a it was the based on the true story movie with david foster wallace i forget what the name of the movie was fantastic movie but once i watched that movie i was like oh i should go read that book um you know in the movie they talk about it's a thousand pages but there was this girl like sitting on the edge of the bed like flipping through it because she was just so sucked in and i was going to read it with a friend but i got like 10 pages in i put it down and moved on and i've tried to pick it up a few different times um since i originally purchased it but it's just not where i'm at or maybe it's just not for me um speaking of money you shouldn't be buying every single book that makes it hard to get yourself to put it down um, because you're financially tied to that book like it was hard for me to just put down if and adjust after i spent 15 bucks on it um because i spent 15 bucks on it if you put it down you'd be wasting money right you're not wrong that's why you need to get a kindle unlimited subscription this is uh tip number five Kindle Unlimited is the best 90, $9.99 you can spend right now. So it's $9.99 a month. It's just like uh, probably cheaper than Netflix, I think. But it's like Netflix for books, right? There's a whole bunch of books in this library. You can just pick them up, put them down, like down, like, and you just get millions of titles for $9.99 a month. It's amazing. Um, also, buying a Kindle is the best purchase you'll ever make. You get access to millions of titles, including the ones I discussed below. Um and if I read a Kindle limited book, I never feel bad about putting it down because it wasn't extra cost. Like I have this subscription. It's part of the game. Um, having a Kindle makes reading anywhere easy. Like I said, I'll read when I'm sitting at lunch, right? Reading while you're eating lunch is a, an amazing thing to do. I do it every day. Um, but it's kind of hard if you're reading a physical book because you've got to hold the pages with like your elbow. Um, you've got to like prop it up on something. Like, put, it's, it's just a whole thing. But when you have the Kindle, you just sit it on the thing, on the table, and just click next, next, next. It's awesome. Um, It always uh, allows you to find your next page turner with minimal friction when you have a Kindle because you don't have to go to Barnes & Noble or the library or whatever the case might be to get your new next book. You just go to the library, pick up another Kindle Unlimited book. You just look for the little Kindle Unlimited tag, and you're it. Um, You can find a new book immediately. Decide if you like it and put it away if you don't. No trips to Barnes & Nobles, like I said. No waiting for the mail to come if you buy physical books from Amazon. Speaking of page turners, that's what you should be reading first. Fast-paced books that are easy to read. That means, and some people are going to hate me when I say this, don't read the classics. The classics are what made us all hate reading. We were told in 8th grade that Shakespeare was the greatest writer that ever lived. We were forced to read Greek mythology because so many stories emanated from them. We read Dickens because, well, I don't really know why. Um, actually, I was listening to a podcast with Naval. And, uh, I think it was The Knowledge Project with Shane Parrish. Great podcast if you haven't listened to it. I actually steal their artwork um, quite frequently because I just they have such a cool style. Um, but in that uh, podcast... Uh, Shane asked him about his reading style. He was like, I've heard you're a very voracious reader. He was like, Yes. And I actually tried to go back and read Moby Dick, um, but I just couldn't get through it. I got like 20 pages in and I put it down. So, again, the classics are great if you like to read them, but it's fiction. I mean, you can appreciate the writing style, right? I read Charles Bukowski um, a couple months ago. It was an amazing time to read. Um, but you don't have to read the, the classics. It's not going to teach you anything extra than if you read, like, uh, Adam Smith's The Wealth of Nations or, like, The Selfish Gene* by Richard Like Those books are going to teach you something. You're not missing out by, you know, not being a voracious reader of Hemingway. Um, tip number seven, this is the last one, the most important one by far. You find out who you are when you read. So that's why tip number seven is explore try reading everything. If you don't like it in the first 10 pages, put it down. It's not for you, at least not for you right now. I've read quite a bit in the past two years. In that time, I've read some books um, that were a blast and I think almost anybody would like. Um, but here are my top five books and series if you want to learn to love to read. But I do want to discuss this topic of explore a little more. I didn't necessarily talk, talk about it too much in the blog, but Number one, the Harry Potter series. This is like a no-brainer if you want to learn to love to read. It's so fun. Um, it's some of the most fun I've ever had reading a book up until now even. Um, and I read it probably like a year ago for the first time. Um, number two, the – nat. actually, the Harry Potter series is the first set of books I read on Unlimited. Unlimited. Number two, this is another great series, the Naturalist series by Andrew Bain. Especially if you're into like uh, biology, startups, technology, um, the Naturalist series was great um the hunger games of course by suzanne collins i reread it like i said this past spring actually i I read it in the summer i think it was actually like 10 years to the day that i read it the first time um so much fun it's such a good read such a good love story um number four uh obviously everybody's heard of the da vinci code i wrote the da vinci cody in in the blog post nobody told me about this uh that little error but the da vinci code by dan brown i liked origin personally better um, I haven't read Angels and Demons, but I'm sure it's also good. Um, another good one. I could give you way more recommendations now. I actually I'll give you a few more. Um, the Rogue Lawyer by John Grisham. John Grisham's really fun. Um, the Rogue Lawyer was uh, definitely an intense, but also uh, very fast page-turner type book. Um, I am reading uh, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I'm having a whole bunch of fun reading that. Um let me think. Can I think of any other books off the top of my head that were like real page turns recently? Um no, those those are that's a good list right there. That's a very good list of books you could just pick up right now and read and, and probably appreciate no matter what. Also um somebody I don't read anymore, but I did read a lot of because he does have very fast page turner books is um oh now I'm forgetting his name. Oh goodness. Yep, not going to happen. Now I'm forgetting his name. Um, but Andrew Maine's a great one. John Grisham's great. Um, Dan Brown's great. Um, very fast page-turner type books, very easy to read, uh, and lots of fun. Um, all these books are fiction, of course. But ever, however, they're all unique. Some are sci-fi. Some are fantasy. Um, some are murder mysteries. If you don't like reading any of them, that's okay. They're just suggestions. Don't think that because you don't like any of these books that you're also not a reader. Everybody's innately curious. Everybody's innately trying to learn. um, And everybody deep down is a reader. You just kind of have to find that in yourself. If you didn't like uh, a Netflix show that all your friends did, did that ever stop you from picking up the remote again? Probably not, right? Uh, The goal of reading ultimately is to learn. The entertainment is the byproduct. We want to get the most out of this life, and reading is a hack to doing so. Unfortunately, to read to learn means to read at all. Realize that if you're reading this blog, you're probably not at the point to be picking up dense physics or philosophy books for fun. However, that is the goal. We want to get to the point we have. We read so much that the act of reading is what we love. Um, That's the end of the blog. But I did want to quickly talk about um, what I had said before I started tip seven, which was reading teaches you who you are. And this might not even been something I realized by the time I had written this blog because. I wrote this blog, let's see, um, July 10th. So some time ago, like what four months ago, um, reading teaches you who you are. I have realized my deep-seated interests more so from reading than anything else. It's not from picking up a podcast. It's not from watching a show. It's not from watching YouTube. It's from reading. My innate desires have come out from what i've read and analyzing and going back and looking at what i really enjoyed allows me to pinpoint who i really am it's like a little it, it's it's truly a hack for life so spend the next year reading just what you love what's just super fun to read put down whatever isn't fun at the moment and then at the end of that year look back on the books you've read maybe keep track keep a little log And look at the types of books, look at the different authors, look at the genres, look at the subject matter. And you might learn a whole bunch about yourself. You might learn more about yourself in that year alone than you have in all the years you spent never reading at all. So that's all I got, how to read 100 pages in a day. Uh, If you like it, definitely reach out. You can shoot me a DM here on Colin, of course, but you can also reach out to me on uh, Twitter, JohnWilliamsXYZ on there. This was great fun to do. I really do enjoy doing these podcasts. Um, And uh, yeah, if you have any questions, definitely reach out. I definitely appreciate any feedback anybody has. Um, And if you end up reading more as a result of this podcast, even if it's just one person um, who finds a a deep-seated love for reading, um, go do that. And definitely go buy a Kindle. Don't don't think physical books are better if they're not. I have converted two very strong readers, like people who read all the time from physical book people to Kindle people, and they will never go back. And it's hilarious to watch, but um, you just have to do it. That's it. How to Read 100 pages in a Day. I will see everybody next week. I don't know what I'm doing yet, um, but I'll see you then.